0: Welcome to the Foodist Life podcast with me, Jambo, and...
1: new Steph. That
0: was interesting. <laughs> You're Don't right. Know
1: where, like, I just like to change it up. Variety is the
0: key yeah. to life. That's very true. So this week, Steph, on the podcast, we are talking about...
1: Snacking. Don't know where the Snack... deep voice is coming from. Yeah. I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> so we're talking about snacking this week on the podcast. So when um, we talk about snacking or mindless snacking, what, what comes to your mind, Steph?
1: I think it's a very prominent, popular thing to snack is the first thing mm-hmm. that comes to my mind. So I think that's why this podcast is perfect because hopefully we can give some tips on how to stop snacking because most people snack because they're not hungry and they're just mindlessly eating. Some people snack because they are hungry and maybe they need a little bit of nutritional advice. So mm-hmm snacking comes around for many different reasons and it's a popular thing that people do so let's I'm,
0: I'm a big big time snacker I can probably learn a lot from this podcast so yeah, well I I'm think gonna, yeah go on I'm gonna take notes
1: <laughs> I think the the first point to make before we even talk about snacking is the differences in humans in terms of how they like to plan out their day so like we talk about calories all the time it's total calories matters more than when you eat where you eat, why you eat, etc. So some people like to eat three meals a day, three decent-sized meals a day, not a snack at all. Then there's other people, and I'd say this is more of the population, um, more people are grazers, so they like to have a few smaller meals and then some snacks in between. So yeah, there's there's differences before we even talk about all the details. But
0: I have to say that I feel now I have a good system with my snacking or my eating schedule because I think a lot of people snack due to like poor timing of meals and they'll leave like a lot of day left without eating or or they'll go like long periods say like and I I know a lot of um, people in the office are accountable for this but they will have their breakfast at seven o'clock in the morning and then they'll work through until three o'clock without eating lunch and then they'll just snack along the way.
1: Yeah. Another example is one of my lean beans. When she first started, she would eat when she got up at 6am and then she would always not complain that's probably harsh. He didn't complain. Um, but she would always say by 12pm she was so hungry. So I just said, why don't you not have breakfast first thing when you wake up, get ready first so that you've got an extra half an hour to an hour where you actually leave the food, eat that a little bit later, then it might just reduce the eating window slightly so you'd feel less hungry. She's like, hmm. oh, yeah. So f- turns out what she ended up doing was actually taking something into the office because when you first get up, like you're not necessarily hungry. Well, are you or,
0: almost eating out of habit, aren't you?
1: Exactly, and I think that's going to be a big point of this podcast is so much we do is out of habit and not being able to see past those habits because it's what you've done for the last 20 years. It's, but then that's what it, we're here for, to
0: Interesting you say that, Steph. Because sometimes I wake up in the morning and I will be quite hungry. So, like, say it'll be like six o'clock in the morning. I'll be quite hungry, but I'm not having lunch until a lot later. So, what I used to do and I still do now is take my lunch and um, my lunch, my breakfast into the office. Now, instead, what I'll do is I'll wake up and I'll have coffee. So I have my coffee in the morning, and sometimes I find it will just be having something first thing in the morning. So it's like I've created a new habit. So I'll wake up, i have my coffee and then I'll be fine up until 10 o'clock in the morning or whatever it should be before I actually be like, oh, I'm actually genuinely hungry. And then like all of a sudden I don't actually need to, so if I had my breakfast at six o'clock, I'll find myself snacking at then 10 o'clock.
1: Exactly. And it's one of those things that when you first you first eat food, it actually like starts you off for the day being like, oh yeah, I've had food. Oh yeah, I need more of that. Whereas if you kind of leave it to a little bit later. and it's a similar one on and you know, when people say oh you're not hungry just drink some water it's not necessarily that you're dehydrated or whatever it's just mm-hmm. again like you say it's the habit of okay i think i need something to eat let's actually just have a glass of water and it it satisfies you because it's just the need to do something almost
0: yeah yeah and like again this isn't gospel but I like to think that a lot of people, majority of people snack through habit rather than because we, I don't know, we actually hungry. need food. Yeah. We're actually hungry. Like we had such a small lunch that we need to then have a snack a couple of hours later. So yeah, definitely habit. Is so big much one.
1: and even snacking is a massive one that a lot of people struggle with. Again, you just had dinner. You're satisfied but people still snack in the evening they eat the extra calories that they know they don't want they know they don't need but they do it anyway because it is a habit
0: so what i think and i've been a victim of this before as well so what i think a lot of people do and and obviously i don't want to pigeonhole anyone in this and if you you do this i'm sorry if it triggers you <laughs> but wake up say really early six o'clock have breakfast gets to 12 and i'm starving again for lunch i have that and then it comes around to like five, six o'clock and all of a sudden I'm hungry again. So I have my dinner. And then all of a sudden, there might be another four hours before you're going to bed. And if you look at your eating cycle, say, you probably eat every sort of you know, four to six hours, depending on, so then you start to get hungry again. And a lot of time in the evening, keep your hands busy. You want to be putting something in your mouth. <laughs> Thing again. So, so all, all of a sudden it's almost... Habit, so you you know in the evening, oh, I've done it before. You just want something to keep your hands, the hands on. Busy and put it in your mouth, yeah. Yeah, you know, keep the hands busy, put it in your mouth. <laughs> um,
1: normal evening for jumbo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, definitely. Like I've fallen into that trap before, where I've almost started my day too soon, and then all of a sudden, there's a lot of day left after my food.
1: Yes. And I think that brings us on nicely to the point of how you spread your calories out during the day matters and going through the trial and error of, okay, so I get hungry by 3 p.m. in the afternoon. How can I change that and adapt that so that actually I know I'm going to get hungry then? So or I need a little bit of something why not take 100 or 200 extra calories out of somewhere else in your day, maybe your breakfast and a bit of your lunch, and then you've then got the calories for the 3 p.m. afternoon little wave that you have. And then you stick to your calories, you stay on your deficit, Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt.
0: And we've spoke about this many times on the podcast, or you certainly have, is preparing, planning as mm. well, snacking, always get like when i think of a snack i'm thinking crisps chocolate biscuits sweets but it doesn't have to be that it can be something a bit more like fruit i always have a bit of fruit in the house so like if i genuinely am hungry and i want a snack a bit of fruit protein shakes low calorie jelly so that when i am and i want to make those snacky choices i'm making the right snacky choices
1: the only wasted calorie is the calorie that's unplanned my oh. oh i know
0: hit me that's, with him this morning that's
1: deep yeah but it's it's true right
0: yeah no 100 uh, percent. again we've banged on about that on previous podcasts like do it on your terms um steph so what would you say to um say for example there's a guy who's got a massive beard um <laughs> goes to the gym a lot uh loves his food as well um what would you say to him if he was like a chronic snacker he was having you know, regular sized meals, but he found himself snacking a lot during the day. What would you recommend? Does he
1: track his calories? Beard, he tries like?
0: to, but um, it's very fast and loose with his tracking.
1: <laughs> so the first thing I would say to him is be really honest with tracking your calories, because once you do that, the accountability of seeing the numbers out in front of you, like if you've got a goal of you want to lose weight, you're desperately ready to lose weight, you see the numbers out in front of you, you've got that target to work towards. It's naturally going to have a positive impact on reducing snacking. But then you've also got the other part of it of the habit that you've created. So you eat the big meals, you eat the snacks too. Planning ahead and thinking, right, I know at 10am, I usually have X snack. What can you do at ten a.m. instead of snacking? Can you have a tea? Can you have some water? Oh, I hate that bit of advice, but you know, it works.
0: No, but it's true.
1: Yeah, it's, it,
0: I was going to say it's very similar to like um, when smokers quit smoking. Usually, uh, sorry, usually they can do the the hard yards, but it, a lot of the time when it's the hardest is like habit. So it could be like the after food cigarette or it can be when they're out having a drink like it's almost the habit side of it so it's creating a new better habit and like you said if at 10 a.m i want to have a pack of crisps i don't but if i did replacing that with i don't know yeah making yourself a tea and creating that new habit that at 10 a.m i make a tea rather than i have a bag of crisps
1: yeah and it's not to say that you make that decision and this bearded guy is never going to have the packet of Chris at 10am again. It's not about that. It's, no. it's about gently easing this new habit in that's going mm-hmm. to happen over time rather than, you're not, you're not striving for, for perfection with this. It's learning what's going to work for you. Like in the evening, sometimes if I've had my dinner and I'm like, Ooh, some sweets or some chocolate sounds a good idea. If I know in my heart of hearts that, I don't. I really don't need those calories today. Have a bath. Go and read a book. Go and watch Netflix. Have a bath. Oh, me too. I mean, you yeah. love you love a candle in your bath, don't you?
0: Candle, maybe a beer as well. Not like pour it in the bath, but drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, <laughs> little um, I don't know mindset tip here is when I'm like I, I like to snack and stuff and. What I've been doing recently is I'll buy like, like fruit or something to have, but instead of just being like, I'm having this fruit because it's a healthier choice because it's lower in calories. I think like all of a sudden I'm, I'm getting extra vitamins and minerals into my diet that wasn't previously. So for me, it might not help for everyone, but all of a sudden I'm like, I'm, I'm making a better choice calorie wise, but also I'm making a healthier decision as well. So, like all of a sudden, I've become stronger as a person. And I can defeat all my enemies because I've had. Just from that one banana. Well, not a banana. Oh. How many calories in a banana?
1: 100. Too many. Too many for you. What we easy peelers. Ooh.
0: I like an easy peeler because double fold, they've got vitamin C in them, <laughs> hydration. So.
1: There we go. You haven't got this beard for nothing
0: yeah so, why so that beard? and it does sound it does sound silly and it sounds a bit like, uh, jokey but whatever helps you to reset your mind and you know creating a new habit and for the positive you know i like to make you know nettle tea or mint tea or whatever it should be and instead of just thinking oh, i'm having this because i'm restricting myself from having i don't know another coffee or a chocolate bar is like looking at the positive side of it rather than looking at the negative.
1: Yeah. This takes me back to the 8.56 second rule too. I think this should be discussed right now is when you're going to snack, take 8.56 seconds to think, do I want this snack? Do I want the calories? How am I going to feel after this? You've got a lot of thoughts you've got to do in these 8.56 seconds, but it might help you just think, actually, no, I am going to go for the glass of water today because it's not going to make me feel any better after. And I'm just doing this out of habit. This isn't going to work 10 times out of 10 and it's not designed to work 10 times out of 10. But if you can make that choice that actually those calories are not worth it to me, even five times out of 10, you're winning.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, What would you say then, Steph, to somebody who um, they make all the right decisions during the day, they're having their tea, their fruit, their water, come say the evening, they're sat down in front of the TV, and they want to get those little pincers all in that food. They, you know, they want that. Or is it like satisfa- a packet of Doritos or something? Yeah, I was actually thinking Dorito, really, because I was going to dip. I was <laughs> going to dip it in there as well. So, but yeah, so you're sat in front of the TV, uh, line of is on. Never watched it, and you you want that almost like that i don't know what it's It's almost like the satisfaction of relaxing maybe having a bit of comfort food what would you say to because i've got a golden tip for this but i'd love to hear your f- thoughts to us
1: so my first thought to this is if it's a experience that you enjoy having that something in the evening like i discussed earlier Save some calories for the evening. Like, I'm not going to say eat a whole share packet of Doritos because that's going to be blowing your calories out of the water right there and then. Yep. So, one, go for a share size packet. No, sorry, go for the. Definitely size. go for the share
0: <laughs> size packet.
1: <laughs> go for the snack size packet because then, obviously, you then don't. If you've got the share size packet, you're going to eat them all. Like, let's face it. Mm-hmm. So, get the smaller size packet and plan them into your day. Plan the yeah. calories in and know that that's an experience that you enjoy and you don't want to give up. So go for that.
0: So my little golden tip is obviously some people really enjoy the experience of sitting down, maybe popping a lamp on, you know, when you unwind, there's the experience and sometimes food can be involved in that. So what my suggestion is and something I, if I am feeling like I want to be a bit snacky, salted popcorn, mm. right? L- low calorie, but as well, where because it's quite salty as well you start to drink more water so all of a sudden like you kind of get a bit more full because you're drinking water and you're having a bit of popcorn so you have the satisfaction the low calorie but also then you're like drinking more hydration it's like a, a multifaceted the same i've got um a thing for pop chips at the moment have you ever had them
1: oh i do love a pop chip
0: yeah pop chip. chips like they've done the um so you can get the, the mini packs as well yes and I think they're like 60 calories or 70 calories per like the mini pack. But having them, just it feels like you're still doing it. And obviously, like you said, you're not smashing through a share bag.
1: Yeah, it's, it's like the experience, isn't it? Like I said a couple of podcasts ago about having a glass of wine, but not actually having the wine, just having... Even if you just have like a no sugar squash in a wine glass, it's having yeah. that experience still there, but just saving yourself some calories
0: See, i do it with soda pubs i am um, <laughs> like having like a cold soda pub in like in the evening say obviously caffeine free ones it kind of feels like a little bit naughty mm. like and it, like that helps me just to like say like i have that with some popcorns or some pop chips um all of a sudden like i feel like i'm being a bit naughty but in i'm probably only doing 70 calories so yeah it's just tricking that mind
1: yeah. Another trick on a completely different line of thought is once you've had your dinner, if you're an evening snacker and you don't want to be an evening snacker brush your after dinner, yes, brush your
0: teeth.
1: <laughs> I love this one so much. Now good. there's I have to admit there are some moments in my life, some evenings where I'm like, No, I don't want to brush my teeth because I want the bloody snacks. <laughs> if I'm feeling hormonal or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But Again, even if like with the 8.56 second rule, even if five times out of 10, that then stops you eating because you know, you clean your teeth, you're like done for the day, aren't you? You're like ready yeah. for bed. So yeah. if you can, again, it's a little mindset shift and a little habit change. Have your dinner immediately oh no don't don't immediately brush your teeth when you're finished and that's disgusting
0: let that settle in your mouth for a little bit The flavors
1: have a glass of water first oh I hate how much water is a running theme of this (laughs) (laughs)
0: but uh, like another thing is what I would do and this is kind of like looking at the positive sides of things is I'll have like a if I'm after my dinner if I'm feeling a little bit snacky or something I'll have a protein shake and I know this is like really unsexy but it's the the volume of water you're having for a start, the protein shake. And then afterwards I'm usually like, I don't really enjoy protein shakes. I'm going to be honest. I think they're a bit disgusting, But, but the other side of it is all of a sudden that I might be hitting my protein goals or, you know, those calories are more nutritional say, then if I went and had pop chips or popcorn or, and then usually afterwards, I'm just like, I need to get this taste out of my mouth. So I have a (laughs) glass of water and and then (laughs) brush my teeth. And then
1: I think that actually brings us on to the other side of the snacking point that we should make in terms of nutritional value. So if Mm -hmm. you are genuinely hungry, therefore you feel the need to snack. Why is that? What can we do? So maybe we should talk a little bit about that. Absolutely. Me then.
0: i yeah, go, go
1: I'm
0: on. on it. Go <laughs> on, so,
1: on. So another thing that you've got to think about is if you are hungry throughout the day, why are you hungry? Is it to do with you haven't been sleeping well? Have you been exercising loads? Are you really stressed? Or, or is it actually the nutrient breakdown and composition of your foods and of your meals, which it definitely could be. And before any lean beans that I work with, yes it generally is mostly that so the two big things that i work on with lean beans who get hungry throughout the day is first off this is before their lean beans first off calorie intake how much they're eating if they're not eating enough because they're in too big of a calorie deficit that doesn't their suit their lifestyle and all that good stuff and two is protein intake mm-hmm. so if you're in too big of a calorie deficit you get hungry, you feel deprived, you want a snack, et cetera, et cetera. But the other thing is if you are in a perfectly balanced calorie moderate deficit and you're still getting hungry, how much protein are you eating? And I know we've talked about protein before, but it is the most satiated nutrient out of the three, protein, fats, and carbs. And you cannot underestimate the power of protein in any Mm -hmm. sense, in any form. So even if you have had a really bad night's sleep, your cravings are up the next day, get more protein in. And it's the last thing you want to do because all you want to do is eat the sweet foods and you've got these cravings, but get the protein in. And even again, even if five times out of 10, it makes that difference to your calorie intake for that day for the rest of the week.
0: So you talk a lot of sense. I'm going to give the listeners a little bit of tips and hints because Mm -hmm. why not? because i don't really offer much to this podcast at the moment <laughs> but so certainly what i do and these are things that you can look at if you're like what what snacks can i have so the high protein yogurts that you get like they're made out of like cork or whatever it is very very filling if you've ever had one they are thick um
1: over 20 grams of protein isn't it
0: yeah so they're really high in protein okay they're not going to taste like a really sweet yogurt but they, they do do a job and they definitely leave you full. and, and I think they're, they're really high in casein as well, aren't they? Yeah,
1: so it'll be a slightly slower release.
0: Yeah, so I do talk some sense. So that's, um, so that's one thing that is in the morning as well, after breakfast, maybe mid-morning, it's great for. I said it before, in the afternoon, I'll have fruit, hydration as well. I think a lot of people through the day maybe struggle to get in their hydration. And then, and it's obviously it's not going to solve all your problems, but getting a bit of fruit in, apples or easy peelers.
1: <laughs> no absolutely. bananas, people. Bananas are not allowed.
0: Bananas are not allowed. <laughs> and then in in the evening, it will be something like a protein shake. If like, obviously, yeah, if I if I want to create a snack, but all of a sudden you're looking at your calorie intake. There is probably like two hundred fifty, three hundred calories for three lots of snacks so something to think about guys plan ahead planning is the way forward but yeah so high protein yogurts don't be careful to not get these there's some fad ones that come out and they're like high protein and they've got like six grams of protein in. Mm. be careful don't be fooled. yeah get yourself fruit in full of nutrients and yeah protein hydration. shakes hydration
1: yeah hydration that's another important topic so thank you for bringing that up jambo is hydration literally had the biggest impact on appetite regulation on reducing cravings hunger etc because it's it just is the most powerful part of nutrition in my eyes you get Mm -hmm. sleep is the number one in terms of appetite and cravings if you're lacking sleep you're you're a done deal but the next thing under that before we even talk about nutrition is definitely staying hydrated
0: question for you steph now you can correct me if i'm wrong it's going to be a bit sciencey but don't worry i'm sure you'll know so water or hydration has a powerful part to play in the process of fat loss am i right yes so obviously very important to be hydrated especially if you're going through a bit of a weight loss journey my question would be then say that you didn't have enough hydration in your life yes would your fat loss journey or your Progression of weight loss be slowed?
1: So, I'm not going to say you can't be dehydrated and not lose weight because you can. Mm -hmm. Hydration, like I suggested, is important because it helps us stick to our calorie deficit easier. So, hydration, for example, has an impact on energy levels. So, if we take that as an example, I want to move my bicep from My leg up into my upper arm, like above my head. Mm -hmm. It's hard to describe that over a podcast, but (laughs) (laughs) so what happens is my brain has to send a signal to my bicep and say, Move, Mm -hmm. move, get out of the way. Move. Uh, Yeah. So if I am even slightly dehydrated, even 1% dehydrated, this message from my brain to my muscle is going to be sent slower. So the movement from my leg to my upper head, whatever, <laughs> is going to be slower. So in terms of real life, the more dehydrated you are, your energy levels are lower, you're slower, you're more fatigued, things are harder, right? You want to get out and do less movement. You are less likely to want to stick to your calorie deficit. So it's not necessarily even getting sciencey with it. It's just the simple fact of hydration impacts your energy levels which impacts your mood which therefore impacts your consistency with your calorie deficit
0: so why Steph
1: so yeah I do like Some, that
0: sometimes things are just black and white and mm. that's why that's why we come to you Steph
1: that is why we're here
0: so Steph we'll wrap this one up we've talked about snacking and impacts it can have habits nutrition etc etc wrap it up into a lovely little bow for us
1: So I think first and foremost is that don't be afraid to snack. If that's something that you enjoy doing, make it work for you. But if you're someone that's snacking and you're not happy with how much you're snacking or what you're snacking on or whatever, ask yourself why. So relate it back to, okay, am I snacking out of habit? Am I snacking because I really like this food? If I like this food, how can I actually fit it into my calories and my deficit for the day? Find some other habits. If you don't want to be snacking, then... It's reviewing, analyzing, and learning why you're doing this stuff. Um, and yeah, going from there, if that's a good summary. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah no, absolutely. And if, if you find yourself that like, you are a snacker and that's something that you want to be, just make the prepare, make those good decisions. Like we said, high protein yogurts, fruit, protein shakes. If you want to keep your hands busy in the evening, you make the right decisions, small packs of popcorn or Pop chips that are low calorie things, and um,
1: but mostly, yourself. but mostly easy peelers and no bananas. Thank you and good night.
0: Yeah, exactly <laughs> that. Right, Steph, where can we find you?
1: You can find me on social media, Facebook and Instagram at foodislife.nutrition. If you want to find my website, it's www.foodislifenutrition.com. That's where you can find all the stuff about the Lean Bean course, testimonials, everything you need to know is the hub of food is life on that website. You can find all those details in the direct links in the show notes below. Jambo, where can we find you?
0: You can find me strictly on Instagram at jambo.the.great. And also I will update, I promise, at jambo.the.recipes. Whoop whoop. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye, bye, bye.